Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, February 23rd. Price action this morning is very similar to what you saw on Monday. So the S&P futures are trading down 23 points. That's about 60 basis points. NASDAQ futures are off nearly 200 points. That's another percent and a half on the NASDAQ futures as investors continue to shun momentum assets in this environment of higher yields. You are seeing on the treasury front, yields are flat to up small. So you have 20 and 30-year yields up about a one basis point. 10-year yields are about flat. I do think the treasury sell-off in the near term is getting pretty extended. Um, you know, you'd have to have some, um, you know, very dismissive remarks from Powell today about yields and how the Fed doesn't care about them. And then you'd have to have a very firm PCE on Friday, I think, to really cause uh, material incremental weakness in the near term. So I do think that the path of least resistance in treasuries, at least, um, is a near-term bounce. I do not think that necessarily means people should dive right back into momentum stocks, though. Um, you know, treasuries have been coming for sale for the last couple of months tech really is only just beginning to crack right now. So obviously it won't be a straight line lower. There will be um, you know, rebounds along the way, but tech seems to be in the early stages of, of a move, whereas treasuries um, probably should find some stability in the near term. The European indices are off about a percent overall. You're seeing sharp outperformance in reopening stocks. So Anything related to travel, um, obviously airlines, uh, Amadeus, which is a IT booking, um, which is a travel-linked uh, tech firm. Um, some of the uh, real estate companies, et cetera, are all doing very well in Europe. Financials are outperforming as well. Um, banks and insurers, everything else is pretty much for sale. Tech is getting hit hardest in tech um, in Europe, similar to what you saw in the US yesterday. Um, Asia was mixed overnight. You had some outperformance in Hong Kong. Um, mainland China finished off small and Japan was closed. So, you know, a lot of the same themes from Monday that are being discussed this morning, you know, yields moving higher and then this rotation that you're seeing in the marketplace out of momentum into some of the value cyclical um, and then into reopening stocks. Um, in terms of incremental news, there's not a ton. Probably for me, the most important incremental headlines, you just saw some commentary out of UK Airlines. So the UK yesterday outlined a formal reopening schedule and the airlines, uh, EasyJet and Ryanair, came out this morning and talked about how they saw booking surged um, back of that guidance as people are beginning to now, um, you know, set up vacations for when the economy will be reopening. Um, you know, so obviously that just feeds into this present narrative that you're going to see. You know, you are going to see, I think, months and months of relatively encouraging reopening headlines. So again, you're going to see transmissions and hospitalizations continue to decline. The vaccination pace will um, will pick up. And this, you know, this goes for the US and also around the world. The number of vaccinations will rise. Um, that will be especially the case in the US. Once Johnson Johnson hits the market, that um, Johnson Johnson should get approved as soon as this Friday. Um, and you're going to see the inoculation pace surge throughout March and April, um, giving the US possibly herd immunity by the end of April. And so you're going to just see, you know, continued reopening headlines. And you are seeing that as various different local governments around the U.S. lift restrictions. So you saw um, yesterday, New York City announced that they'll be reopening movie theaters. You had New Jersey announced yesterday that they'll be reopening, um, you know, some large concert and sports venues. Madison Square Garden today will be hosting people back inside for the first time since the start of the pandemic. So you're going to see a lot of examples of those crossing the tape over the coming months. Um, you know, that will feed into these reopening names. The reopening stocks are looking extended also. And I think people should keep in mind that a lot of them have issued a ton of debt and equity over the last several months. So the enterprise value of these of these stocks is really not much below where it was before the pandemic, um, just because there's been so much new issuance. So valuations are not all that compelling. Um, and, and like I said, I think the, the 
the price charts may um, may not really tell the full story as where valuations stand. That said, I don't think positioning is very heavy in these stocks, so that could help feed further gains in them. Um, those are the reopening stocks. Uh, so again, in terms of big macro news, it's really you know very much kind of more of the same. I think there's obviously a lot of anticipation about the big catalyst coming up this week, specifically Powell today. So Powell presents before the Senate at 10 a.m., and then the House will present tomorrow, talking about the semi-annual monetary policy report. Um, you know, I do suspect, as I've been saying, that obviously Treasury yields are going to be a huge area of focus. I do think that he will be asked about them, um, and I think that he will probably echo something similar to what Lagarde at the ECB said yesterday, just that you know the tr- the Fed is watching yields for the moment. They consider them a healthy reaction to improved macro fundamentals. Um, nevertheless, if it were to become disorderly, if it were to continue and yields were to surge, um, you know the Fed is watching. The Fed does have tools in its toolkit to take action. Specifically, um, shifting the duration of quantitative easing would be a very powerful tool. Um, even even suggesting it, um, I would think would obviously have a, a very positive effect on treasuries in terms of rallying prices and lowering yields. So we'll have to see how all that plays out. Obviously, if he mentions that in the prepared comments, um, you know, that's all the better in terms of rallying treasuries. But you know, I think it's inevitable that he will be asked a question about it. So um, this this topic will come up. If he were to be completely dismissive and and say that you know the Fed sees absolutely nothing wrong with treasuries and that the Fed is very comfortable with higher yields and that the Fed um, you know, will not even consider changing the duration of quantitative easing. Obviously, that could lead to further declines, but I don't think that will be his tone. Um, so that that is Powell today at 10 a.m. Some of the other catalysts for today, you were, have a couple of analyst meetings, Carlisle and Snapchat. You have a few earnings. So before the open, Home Depot, Macy's, Medtronic. After the close, the big ones include Intuit, Square, and Toll Brothers. Um, and that is essentially it for today. Um, a lot of different micro headlines out last night and this morning. I have, I have uh, you know, all of the commentary in the piece this morning. Um, nothing too dramatic on the earnings front yesterday. Um, so that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.